tararan chan tararan Hi, Christine. Hey, Lauren. Welcome to another House of the Dragon mini-sode. This is, this is the podcast where we talk about House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones and all things going on in Westeros. So what do we have going on this week on our mini-sode? So just a couple of things, really. We talked before about the Game of Thrones convention that's happening in Las Vegas, and I sadly saw that that got postponed indefinitely because, you know, the pandemic. Little thing called Omicron. Yeah, big sad. It's kind of ruining everything. Are you drinking wine? I am channeling my inner Cersei. (laughs) I was going to say how House Lannister of you. More wine! (laughs) I have wine and I have Gatorade, which doesn't make much sense, but who I am as a person. I've just got non-alcoholic beer. Hey, Christine, I think you may have a dragon on your shirt. Can you tell me if that is true? I do. It's a bisexual flag colored dragon. Very cute. A cute bisexual dragon, just like you. Yeah. Yeah, like me. (laughs) I needed a pride shirt and I picked the one with a dragon on it and now I just wear it all the time. So uh, Peter Dinklage did an interview recently to talk about House of the Dragon and a couple things that he said, um, he mentioned that he's like hopeful that they don't kind of just try to recreate Game of Thrones. And he was saying, you know, there's so many sequels or prequels where that's kind of just, you know, a money grab where people have gotten money from doing a series or a show and then they just try to recreate it in the sequel or prequel and he's like I hope they don't do that but I feel like overall we've moved away with that with like the MCU and Mm -hmm. the Star Wars universe just like I think storytellers with series are now at a point where they're like okay we've created this world and now that's just a place where we can create another story it really doesn't have to do that much with the one we already have and I feel like since it's not butting up directly adjacent to the start of Game of Thrones, I feel like that's a really great opportunity for them to make this new story in Westeros. Yeah, I agree. We're definitely like in the era of the reboot. And there's definitely some that are, like he said, just like, let's do this again. Um, But I feel like since Game of Thrones only ended two years ago, like that's not the move. Right. Um, It's not like a show from the 80s or something. And I, it doesn't look like it so far. It looks like it's just more like Similar to like the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's exactly show, what I was where it's like this exists in this world and it has nothing to do with anything else. You might have some Easter eggs, see some characters that you've heard of before. Probably not in this in the same way because of what the timeline is, but you might see characters that are like referenced in Game of Thrones and you know. Well, and I think so. We've talked before about how in Game of Thrones they were specifically always doing the linear storytelling. So anything that we did find out from the past was always either mentioned in conversation or happened in somebody's dream or vision that was happening in the present. And they're not doing that in House of the Dragon, but I think Game of Thrones really did everyone a favor by not having any like past sequences just because it's referenced a lot and there's like these bits and pieces that will be exciting when we're like oh we found out about this thing that we've heard about but we haven't actually seen it so there's a ton of creative license left there 
Yes, definitely. Like they definitely mentioned like the Dance of Dragons in particular a bunch of times. Which is the meat of this show. And that's what this show is, which is really great. Even like going back and rewatching, which, you know, we'll talk about on our next episode. Plug! But going back and rewatching Game of Thrones, um, some of the early seasons, there's some like references to things that were in Fire and Blood and things that like I hope are going to be in House of the Dragon. Like some of the stuff that uh, Viserys says to Daenerys' handmaid and like the conversations that they have. So I think it's really cool. Like it's definitely set up in a way of like, like it's an exciting idea for a prequel. It doesn't feel forced. It's like definitely something that like we're curious about learning about. Yeah. I mean, I think especially rewatching Game of Thrones, like we're doing right now, I am remembering how fun it was for there to be these like little nuggets of information that you're like, wait, what does that mean? What is that referencing? And then like waiting and trying to figure it out. And maybe you get more of it later and maybe you don't. And they left a bunch of those for us in Game of Thrones that we're going to get to learn more about now. So the mystery and the unfolding just continues. Yeah, we're definitely in a time of like world building, which has always been a thing, obviously, in like fantasy novels. But we're definitely in a time of like multimedia world building between, like you said, the MCU and Star Wars, even like, you know, this is kind of dated, but like the Hobbit movies coming out, things like that. Isn't there a Hobbit or Lord of the Rings show coming out? There is a Lord of the Rings show coming out. Yeah. See, when I saw that, I'm like, that seems too soon. There was just Lord of the Rings. And then I looked and it was 20 years ago. It's like, I think I was in sixth or seventh grade when that came out. So it's been a minute. So it has, it's not too soon. We're just old. Yeah. <laughs> like even thinking like the, the Game of Thrones first episode came out more than 10 years ago. It's nuts. Like yeah, going back wild. and watching it, we're like, wait, this is pretty old. <laughs> no. I was just looking. I don't know what happened to the original copy of Game of Thrones, the book that I had, but I was looking in the one that I have, which came out after the show had aired that has the yeah and don't get me wrong he looks old but like look at little baby germ in the back oh my gosh you're right he looks so young (laughs) he's just so young compared (laughs) to how he looks now and I was like oh yeah it's been a decade he's got aviators on (laughs) oh my god you're so right yeah so did Peter Dinklage get to see the show or is he just like given an opinion no he was just giving an opinion and I one of the other things that he said was that he is really excited to watch it as just like an audience member who doesn't know what's going to happen because he knows how exciting that was for fans when we were watching Game of Thrones to like I can't wait for the next episode because I need to know the answer to x y and z And he's excited to be able to experience that and like kind of see what it feels like from that side. So I thought that was cool. That's gotta be so nuts to be able to just like watch this show when you were in the original one and have like no connection to it. But maybe it's sad too. Like it's like, this is very stupid connection. It's not the same. But like when I went back to watch like my college acapella group, like the year after I graduated, I'm like, meh, I'm not singing here anymore. This is kind of weird, but it's also cool. Okay, Andy from The Office. Nerd alert. (laughs) No, I agree. I mean, I think that I'm, I think there'd be some bittersweet feelings there if it was me, but I don't know. He also said, Peter Dinklage also said that he doesn't agree with all the fans who are mad about how Game of Thrones ended. I saw that and he's, that's because his character is the only one who like had a good ending. But like, I don't even, like, I don't think it's a good ending because like, whatever, spoilers, but like he doesn't do anything, but like he survives and is still in a position of power. So like, 
Cool. He was saying that specifically about Daenerys. He was like, you should have seen the warning signs. We told you not to name your dogs Khaleesi. Nobody told us that. Which is kind of funny, but... (laughs) It's funny. I had a cat named Cat Lisi, but she's no longer with me. She's alive. She's just with an ex. Um. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It, it almost like made me like him like a little bit less because I was like, um, obviously the end of that show was terrible. Same. There's there's foreshadowing and then there's like good storytelling. And like we were saying on like last week's episode where we we're reviewing the first up ep- the first five episodes of Game of Thrones, like her, the foreshadowing that we see of her going mad is the same shit that we see like Arya and Sansa and Jon Snow doing. It's just like conveniently then shifted into villain instead of like anti-hero Stark. <laughs> and there's a shitload of foreshadowing that Jon Snow is our Targaryen and that they're going to do something with that. I'm still so mad about that. Ugh. So <laughs> I'm not over it. Yeah. That's the thing. Don't hurt us like this again. And, 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 and they, in the end of the, <laughs> sorry. And in the end of Game of Thrones, they even have John fucking reference that maybe Danny could have a baby again yes. in the show, which like we all theorized about over and over and over and over again, but then they do nothing with that. So there's a shitload of, there's a lot more foreshadowing that Danny and John are going to get together and have a little baby Targ than there is of Danny going mad and burning everyone. You could argue that there's foreshadowing for both, but like, seriously, I thought they were going to have a baby and both die. And then Sansa and Tyrion were going to raise the baby until it was old enough to rule. I'm still mad. Boom. I'm still mad. We're very mad. I don't know if um, we've addressed this before. I feel like we have, but we are very um, anti-season eight in this house. Um. I usually (laughs) like to pretend there is no season eight. Yeah. And my headcanon the last episode is the long night, the battle with the White Walkers, along with um, Fall Out Boy broke up in 2008 after they released from under the cork tree or no, from infinity on high. Um, And there's only 150 Pokemon. So along with that, there's no season eight. I know it's wrong, but you know, and we will talk about season eight on the pod when we do our rewatch. But there's good things about season eight. There are like the story's shit, but the acting's good. The cinematography is amazing. It's like one of the prettiest. There are a few great moments. It's like one of the prettiest seasons of a show I've ever seen. Like that's on true. regular TV. Like the cinematography is incredible. There's so much money and so much work that went into it. The writing, however, was not good, which probably is because that season should have been like three seasons. Yeah. Like too much happened. And they just like threw shit at us. Like I would have taken Daenerys as a villain, but like make me believe it. Yes. Like one episode, one episode, she's one character. The next episode she summoned completely different not cool with that yeah that sucked anyway wait the other thing I saw um so I read an article it was like fan cited I don't know if this is like a real website not familiar um they were talking about the set for House of the Dragon and something that seemed really cool so since it takes place in a time when there's a lot more dragons than um in Game of Thrones they're like trying to create like more special effects to represent dragons and they've created this like electronic dragon fire simulator so it's like this like it's like long rectangular rig that hangs above the set and it glows with orange lights and that can ripple from one end to another and it looks like dragon fire that's cool so like the special effects can then add in the dragon fire but like that's the thing i thought that sounded pretty cool yeah that was it just that like they're looking into the set um there's a lot of stuff going on at dragonstone apparently like it's the same set um which is really cool that like daenerys 
and Stannis were at during Game of Thrones were using the same set again. At least the inside part. I don't know if they're going to be in the same location in Spain. Okay. I hope so, because that would be cool. I know they're filming there. I don't know where in Spain, but... Yeah, this was like a specific... I looked into going there at one point, but it's kind of like in the middle of... I don't want to say in the middle of nowhere, people who know Spain, but it like wasn't close to places you could fly into. Gotcha. But it's like like the little... You know how it's like the water, and then there's like the little like trails that you can walk up to the top. Right. At the top in real life, there's not really a castle. That's like a set that they added in. It's like a church, like a chapel. Gotcha. Little baby. Um, so that's what it looks like in real life. So I don't know if they're filming there again, but that would be cool. We shall see. Yeah. So I'm interested to see like, cause there's going to be a lot more dragons in this. And I know, you know, there's no way the budget can be as big as it was for Game of Thrones. Cause no. it was like a ridiculously big show. So I'm, I'm one, I'm like curious to see how they're going to like figure out these special effects to have all these dragons there without just like creating these like massive expensive CGI scenes. Yeah. That'll be, yeah. I'm so excited. Yay. So Christine, next week, we are going to be back with our second half of season one Game of Thrones rewatch. So that's episodes six through 10 of season one. We're going to be talking about those, getting ourselves hyped up for House of the Dragon to come out by rewatching Game of Thrones. Listeners, if you want to join us in that, get watching it. We will be giving all the spoilers. So hopefully you've already seen it. And if you guys have any questions or comments on things we've talked about today or in previous episodes, you can email us at podofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Dreams didn't make us podcasters. Dragons did. Dracarys. Bye forever. Bye. Boom. <laughs>